0: African Union, or the African Union rather, has condemned the unconstitutional change of government in Burkina Faso after the second coup in less than a year, in which a group of junior army officers removed military ruler Paul Henry Sandago D'Amimba. The AU has demanded the return of constitutional order by July of next year at the very latest. The 34-year-old self-declared leader, Colonel Ibrahim Traore, says Damimba's inability to deal with an Islamist insurgency was to blame for the coup. For more on this story, we're joined on the line by Dr. Emmanuel Matambo, Research Director at the Centre of Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg. Thank you for your time with us this morning, Dr. Matambo. Uh, a very worrying, very worrying uh, situation once again uh, for the for the Bukinabe. What has led to this this latest coup? And is is, is, is Burkina Faso one such country perhaps uh, where they perhaps remain forever vulnerable to to um, acts of this nature, to coups?
1: Good morning, Senator, and good morning to your to your listeners. And you put it correctly, what happened in Burkina Faso is very worrying. Especially the fact that the premise of this current coup was actually the premise that led to the ouster of President Roch Kabore on the 24th of January 2022. Mm. Uh, his fight against uh, Islamic insurgency was deemed to be ineffective, and the army had to move him to to, to remove him. Unfortunately, the the hopes of the citizens uh, who thought that uh, having a military person in the presidency would stem the tide of the Muslims have been dashed, and uh, the, the captains now who... Uh, the current coup had to be forced to move uh, pre- uh, President uh, Daniba, but the, obviously the biggest loser in all these are the ordinary Bukinabe people whose mm. hopes are hitched on these uh, military people. But we are seeing that that is not foolproof against Islamic insurgents. Mm-hmm.
0: We always obviously ask about uh, um, the the role that uh, the, the regional the regional blocks can in fact play here, echo us of course in in, in this instance, uh, the economic community of West African states. Um, we, we know they've already condemned this, this coup in, in the strongest possible terms, um, calling it, of course, inappropriate given that uh, um, you know, all sorts of efforts uh, uh, have been put in place, in fact, for, uh, to, to see some sort of stability in that country. But it hasn't, it hasn't uh, yielded positive results. What more can, can they possibly do um, given the situation currently?
1: What the African Union and regional economic bodies, such as ECOWAS, have to realize is that the fight against insurgency should be a transnational crusade rather than being left to national arms to 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 fight the to say to to fight uh, Islamic insurgence uh, and any form of of terrorism for that matter. Now this of course is coming as a very big setback to ECOWAS, because they had already agreed with uh, with the with, uh, outgoing president uh, Sandawo Godaneba that by July by July 2024 there will be a return to civilian rule. But we have seen that once you put the army in charge, there is really no appetite to yield to what uh, ECOWAS can do. In Guinea, for example, Ma Mbouya has said they impose uh, sanctions on us. We are the military. All our assets are in the country. So we really pay no respect to, to what ECHO has done. So there is really no to maneuver in order to bring these national hunters into, uh, into line, apart from the fact of uh, instituting as much as they can a transnational and an coarse uh, military crusade against the Islamic insurgents. But this, obviously, is being complicated by the French presence in, uh, in the Sahel region and even here. In Southern Africa, there is a Russian, there has been a Russian presence, for example, in Mozambique, against uh, fighting uh, in addition to regional bodies. So that obviously complicates the matter. And it is because Ecowas and the African Union have failed to take a preeminent role.
0: And what have been perhaps some of Tamimba's failures, right, that... We may perhaps argue also contributed uh, to to, to the coup. Um, since taking office, of course, had promised to prioritise security, but of course, seemingly um, attacks have, have just been on the increase. That uh, it has been anything but a, a an increased focus on on securing that nation.
1: So when, when we can start analysing that from what happened in December last year, when Ganiba uh, was. Uh, was promoted, ironically, by the president. He later ousted after 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 that particular man. So the current army, the the, the current junta that took over power yesterday and on Friday, is saying that Daniba. Uh, Continued the same military form that sought to stem the tide of Islamic insurgency from the time that Kabura was president. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they were reading, when the current one uh, was reading the, the, their declaration, uh, they, 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 they mentioned actually that nothing much has uh, has been changed because Daniba has remained implacable. And that they tried to cancel him against changing of course, but then he did not uh, he, he did not him to, to to their needs. So that, that unfortunately has been the and because of that, the military insurgencies, uh, Islamic insurgencies have exacerbated Last week on Monday, for example, a convoy of, 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 of cars to delivering food to civilians who are trapped in the northern part was attacked, and 11 soldiers lost their lives. Dozens of civilians are still missing. So it means it shows that, yes, the change of, uh, of leadership in January was nothing but, uh, but, but cosmetic. Unfortunately, that does not give us any hope that there will be a change now that there are these uh current so in, in power
0: it's always quite quite interesting uh, dr Matambo, that uh um, as, as much as you know, regional bodies such as ECOWAS or even uh, you know continental bodies such as the EU, and uh, we also know our voices from from the EU, of course, also expressing expressing um, concern at what has, has transpired. The, the, there may be groups of of people, some citizens, of course, who who at times are in support of of leaders who who take over power in 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 such a in such a way, in what is of course in an unconstitutional way, often a very violent way as well for them to, to then seize control of, of that country. Is that the case here as well uh, with, with with this new uh, self-declared leader, Traore? So two
1: things there, The first thing is that the... African Union has really failed to discipline people using the template of the Lomé Declaration that was made in 2000, in the year 2000, stating that the African Union would not recognize any unconstitutional changes of power. Yeah. That, of course, has been flouted by a lot of uh, military rulers that have taken power. So. There isn't really a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of iron in the, in the, in the, in the African Union to discipline uh, any unconstitutional changes of power. Secondly, the desperation of ordinary citizens who seem to support or endorse uh, military takeovers of power is understandable from a humanitarian perspective, especially from uh, just a perspective of people who seek security more than anything.
0: Dr. Emmanuel Matambo, uh, research director at the Center of Africa-China Studies at the University of Johannesburg. And we were just having a conversation there about uh, a coup, another coup in less than a year in Burkina Faso. And uh, the self-declared leader this time around is one, Ibrahim Traore, who, of course, uh, um, has, has since uh, ousted or toppled Tamimba um, and a number of concerns, of course, around around security uh, security issues, security threats and um even greater risk for instability in in that West African nation.